0: oh man the virtual studio is messing up this week y'all so we're just gonna roll with this because it is the right of your life podcast and that's what we do we just roll with it. Whoa. 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 welcome back to this week's episode of the podcast it is i donnie with my co-host Ryan, how you doing, What's sir? What's
1: up? Pretty
0: good. Uh-huh. Good, good. And we are joined by a very, very special guest, Miss Rachel. How are you doing, Rachel?
2: Hi. Uh, doing pretty good. Yeah. How are you?
0: Good. I am doing fantastic. Well, Ryan, it's it's been an interesting week. It has been an interesting week, I'll say that, but uh, we hear that you have some exciting things going on in life.
1: Yeah. Well, Do you want to talk like... about it? Uh, You know, um, so I locked down some VIP Spirit Song tickets, and Ooh. that was pretty awesome. Nice. Um, I got to shoot two concerts within the last two Sundays before <clears throat> this week that this is being recorded. Yeah. So two Sundays ago and three Sundays ago, essentially, I got to do photography for the Gotta Rock em All tour, which was Relentless Flood, Behold the Beloved, and the headline band was The Protest. Some awesome guys, some awesome friends of mine, and I even got to get up on stage, and I got to work with A Columbus radio station that is called Radio U. They're known for playing a lot of 21 Pilots, NF, Christian Rock, Christian Rap, Pop, all sorts of fun stuff. And getting to work with them was an absolute blast. And getting to meet the DJs and everything. So I've had some really cool opportunities in my photography world. And uh, I also have another little surprise for you guys. But I'm not going to announce it just yet. Boo! Boo. It's a secret. You guys will know in time.
0: Secrets, secrets are no fun. Secret Except secrets for, hurt someone.
1: Hurt someone. <laughs> Except for the one person that's watching that knows what it is. But is. We'll save that Boo. one for later. But yes, it has been an exciting week. It's been an interesting week. I'm excited for this new transition period in my life. And yeah, it's just been awesome. And let's go. Nice.
0: Yeah, so it's awesome to see what the Lord's doing through Ryan Subler Media already, and it's cool to see where it's going. So we're happy for you, man.
1: Yeah, I got to... Oh, yeah, I guess I can throw that in. I got to... A couple of Wednesdays ago, I bought this new version 1 70-200mm f2.8 lens, and that sucker is sharp. I don't know how I was able to get it so cheap, but it's one of the top-of-the-line lenses, even though it's a version 1 of 3. Loved it, got to use it at the concert, used it on a couple people this week, and I'm just super grateful for that, too. So, for all you photography nerds, it's a pretty cool accomplishment. Getting some new glass is always a great feeling.
2: Yeah. Yeah, you're just speaking German to me, but
1: congrats. Uh,
0: And I was going to ask you, too, Ryan, when you were on stage, did you sing? Did you sing with them? Did I Read the opening Uh, act?
1: I wish. Would it be like, uh, (laughs) shut your face, grandma? (laughs) What was the name of the band? What was their band name? It was when Joe and, it was Joe and Sal from Practical Jokers. They had to open for Imagine Dragons. Imagine Dragons, yeah. And their punishment, you know, they can't refuse anything. So, the Imagine Dragons guys were backstage with Q and Murr telling them what to do and what to say and everything. (laughs) And they're like, all right, you guys are going to go up on stage and say, who's excited for Imagination Dragons? <laughs> and the song they sang was Shut Your Face, Grandma, but I forget their band name. It was so bum, funny. Bum, bum, bum. She's my grandma. She's my grandma.
0: She doesn't shut her trap. And then we can't say the rest of the song <laughs> on the podcast or at all. But oh, we digress. What? This is not about Impractical Jokers. This is about our special guest today, Miss Rachel. So, with that being said, Ryan, would you like to do the honors and ask the questions to our guest today?
1: Alright, so, we have this basic little format that we go through with every single guest we have on the podcast. And we're just going to ask you some basic surface level questions. That way some of the listeners can get to know you more. So, first awesome. off, our first question is What is your favorite coaster color scheme?
2: Oh, Lord. <laughs> um, I'm a brand new Thuzi, so I. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, probably something like. I, li- I really like Fury's colors.
1: <laughs> um... Fury, let's go. That's a good one. Fury's probably my favorite color scheme, too. I'm not going to lie. Fury's cool. That or Maverick. Maverick's got a really nice color scheme, too.
0: That green, blue, and yeah, very good color scheme.
1: Alright, and to back up that question, what would your favorite food or restaurant be?
2: Ooh, because those are two very different things. I think my favorite favorite food is definitely pizza, which is, like, such a generic answer, but picky eaters unite um and favorite restaurant Ooh, are we talking fast food or like dine-in because fast food i would have to say wendy's but then like dine-in restaurants i want to say cheddar's (laughs) really like cheddar's
1: oh my gosh good answer good answer rachel and i have a fun memory from cheddar's (laughs) the very first time we went out to get dinner as friends we, we—they're known for their chicken fingers, and they got like this six-piece yeah. chicken finger meal with lots of fries. Okay. You can get two sides, but we doubled up on fries. I don't know how it happened, but they managed to ring our table in twice.
2: So we got double. But they obviously for... weren't going to
1: charge us, so we ended up with <laughs> four loads of fries each, and <laughs> two orders of six chicken fingers. So we were eating good that week, and I <laughs> oh, still have a yeah. picture of that from somewhere. That was hilarious. Oh, but I just I can found never a picture in my camera
2: roll a while back. I will oh, never forget Cheddar's. So funny! I have so All many right. great memories with various friends at Cheddar's.
1: All right, so it's a the place. next question for you would be: What is your favorite movie?
2: Oh, oh, okay. <sighs> favorite movie. Okay, so, I'm a huge romance nerd, love rom-coms, so if I had to pick a favorite, I don't know if I could pick a favorite because it's a series that has three movies and then a fourth one coming out, but it's called All the Boys I Loved Before, all my romance nerds out there will know that, will probably know that, those movie series, but it's, I just relate so much to the main character that it's hard for it to not be my favorite. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> all right and then i mean she oh
2: literally she, she wrote um love letters to her crushes so if that tells you anything about me <laughs> all right Anyhow. now
1: this is, seems to be the favorite question for everyone what is your favorite band or artist and i think mm-hmm. i know your top three
2: Okay, so my favorite overall has been 21 Pilots for, like, almost a decade. Um, but I think if I had to pick a top three other than 21 Pilots, um, NF is up there. Um, I'd have to say 5 Seconds of Summer is up there. And Luke Combs.
1: Your top three yes. has changed. <laughs> <laughs>
2: It definitely has, but Luke Combs has been I know just Disciple releasing banger after banger. Disciple was up there. It was. was. It, up was there. it was this time last year, but we had also just seen them in concert, so.
1: You're. I think you're like me, where like the most recent, like coasters and bands you've seen end up ranking the highest, and then it keeps changing. Basically. All right. Now to follow that question up, what would your favorite song be? Loading. 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 <laughs> <laughs> favorite the YouTube song? video is buffering. Oh, Check your connection.
2: Oh gosh. There's so many. Like, like, I, like, genuinely so many. I hate this question. <laughs> I do too. Uh... <laughs> Jeez. Um, I don't know. Right now, I'm kind of feeling like it literally changes at least weekly. But right now, I'm kind of feeling um, "Love You Anyway" by Luke Combs.
1: I'll Such take it. Song. Luke Combs is good. Yeah. Love Some that, little dude. country bumpkin going. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, I think I know the answer to this. But Rachel, what is your favorite roller coaster?
2: Okay, so since I haven't ridden a lot of coasters, <laughs> it's going to be such a generic answer, but I'm going with Fury and not just because I recently rode it because it was really hard to choose between Maverick and Fury because once again, I haven't ridden a lot of coasters, but it was really difficult to choose because like Maverick I just it was I just remember loving it so much and like getting off and just being like oh man I wish I could go again but we like got one of the last rides of the night but then Fury is also like it's like super fast and like those are the two coasters that I have vivid memories of actually graying out on and like actually feeling super excited on at like every turn like not just not just like not just the beginning or just the end or just the middle like the whole way through. I really enjoyed it. So. so,
1: just to... This is actually going off script here, but what is your coaster count? Can we share that with the world?
2: 40... Either 45 or 47. I'd have to check my So, Instagram. not 50. Yeah. Not, not 50. 50.
1: So, around that time, that's actually when... I think I had, like, Fury and Maverick up at my one-two spots. Hmm. So that's actually pretty freaking crazy. And I'm very <laughs> intrigued, because you just recently got to go to King's Dominion and ride I-305, right?
2: No, we're going next month.
1: Oh, I messed up. i <laughs> <Hey>, stupid. Wah, wah, wah. i stupid.
2: No, I, I am <laughs> excited for that. For those of you who don't know, uh, my boyfriend, he is i305Mike on Instagram, um, and his favorite roller coaster is Intimidator305 at King's Dominion, so I've been really looking forward to writing that, because he hypes it up a lot, but I've also seen, like, a ton of videos where other people have been hyping it up a lot, so I'm, like, (laughs) kind of curious to see how it'll fare against Fury for my top spot (laughs) from how everyone talks about it.
1: Why I just forgot that you haven't been to King's Dominion yet? I don't know, but we're going to move on and make me look like less of an idiot quicker. So, next question. What is your favorite park that you've been to? Oh.
2: What I, parks I have guys, you been to? I've been to yeah, Cedar start Point. That. I've been to Cedar Point, I've been to King's Island, of course, and then Dollywood, where I've ridden all of the rides. except <laughs> Rougarou, but... We don't talk about that. Um, yeah. And then I've been to Carowinds, but I've only ridden three of the rides because it was the off season. Um, but I think of the four, like, not just because it's my home park, but Kings Island, just because I, the rides there are just, it they're really nice. Not just like the actual experience on them, but like theming and placement and like. Vibes all around are just great. <laughs>
1: yeah. Just wait till you get to some Hershen parks or some bush garden parks or World oh, parks. Oh, she's been That's to Dolly
0: World. Dollywood. Dollywood? Dolly World. We're going to Dollywood. Dolly <laughs> I'm a Dolly. <laughs> World. World.
1: Alright. No, then. I
2: hate that. Dollywood.
1: That's the newest Hershen park. <laughs> All right. So the next question is a very famous question on this podcast and it serves up lots of great memories. What is a random fact
2: about yourself? Um, I think the most interesting fact that people are always shocked to learn is that I've been to Kenya twice, Kenya, Africa, um, both times on missions trips. Uh, the first time I went with my mom and some people from my church, the second time it was just me and some people from my church. Um, but yeah, both times it was really cool to go and just experience a different culture and be able to minister to people. I've never really had to use a translator when speaking at my church since everyone there speaks English. So it was really interesting to have to figure out how to basically come up with like the most basic English way of sharing the gospel with people so that the translator can share it in a way that they'll understand.
1: Great. Right. Yeah, and that's really cool. Um, I've yet to go. The only place I've gone out of country was Toronto, and that was just a band trip. That was a mission trip. So I've yet to do an out of country mission yeah. trip. So it's on the bucket list for sure. But that <laughs> yeah. is really I've cool. I've done some.
2: I've done some mission trips in in the country as well to uh, South Dakota, and that can feel sometimes like it's a whole other world just because of the culture of the native americans that live there. I got to experience a powwow one year which was really cool. Nice. Um and got to serve at one of the food stands and um really help like share the gospel and share what real love from the lord should look like through people um, yeah, right. which is yeah. really really cool. <laughs>
1: That's great. And we love that heart of service, and we'll touch on that later in this episode, but we just love it when, I guess, on the show, definitely have that heart for evangelism and letting people experience the love and kindness of Jesus through the body of Christ. Yeah. So that's just amazing. So our next question would be, what is your favorite Bible verse and why?
2: Favorite Bible verse, um, John sixteen thirty three. It says, um, <sighs> In this world, you will have trouble, but take heart, I have overcome the world. Um, and it's my favorite Bible verse just because it's a constant reminder that, like, life is not going to be perfect, and it's not going to be linear. You're never, like, mm-hmm. if you are making decisions of your own understanding, your own volition, like, you are not really ever going to understand why things are happening a certain way. Um but if you go back to scripture and you see that like you know when sin entered the world imperfection entered the world but jesus came to fulfill that to overcome that and so we can always put our trust in him to take care of us when we really feel like we can't take care of ourselves
1: yeah yeah that was one of the that was one of the verses that i actually found independently when reading the book of john um there's a lot of commonly quoted verses like john 14 6 and john three sixteen, but that was definitely one where the first time i found it i was like wow yeah, yeah you know for the exact reason you just explained i mean it's just amazing that you know god knew that we live in a broken unperfect society and world and yep. you know that he's still going to reign over it and choose to be our savior in spite of all of our shortcomings and that is just something amazing that I will never understand about the Lord Jesus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So the next question is very similar. It is what is your favorite person in the Bible and why?
2: Favorite person in the Bible? So yes. I have two and it's equal for both of them. Um it's Moses and Ruth. Um because I relate a lot to both of them it, for different reasons. Um, Moses spoke, he had a stutter, and he felt very unconfident and unprepared to do what God called him to do. And oftentimes, like, I have ADHD, and sometimes it it causes me to stutter, or it causes me to space out in the middle of a sentence. And I feel like when I want to go share the gospel or like preach a sermon or do something like that I'm like constantly terrified that that's going to happen and it's going to come out wrong or I'm going to forget what I'm trying to say Um, and so I really relate to Moses there but then um, when God provided Aaron for Moses to, so that Aaron could speak for Moses the verse specifically says that when Aaron speaks it'll be as if Moses was speaking and That really like spoke to me when I was studying the Torah last year because I really just like felt like sometimes when I want to go speak I need someone there to help me but I'm still you know the Lord's still speaking to me whether I'm the one who's saying it or not and it really made me feel more comfortable and more um, I guess bold in actually speaking out what I feel the Lord is saying to me and then Ruth, I relate a lot to her, because uh, if you if you read the story of Ruth, um, her husband ends up passing away, and his brother ends up passing away, and so she and this girl named Orpah are left as widowers, and then um, both of their husband's mom, like, she just, her name's Naomi, Naomi just says, like, hey, you should go back to your homeland, find find yourself a husband there, raise a family, blah, blah, blah. And Orpa says, peace. But Ruth says, no, I'm going to stay with you. I'm going to take care of you. Where you go, I'll go. Where you stay, I'll stay. Where you die, I'll die. And your god will be my god. Like, um, she exemplifies such a strong loyalty to someone that she really has no obligation to, simply because she felt such a moral obligation to stay with her and because of that she was blessed beyond anything that she could have expected or provided for herself and it really just speaks to me because like I've uh, multiple times people have told me like I'm a really loyal person really consistent and like sometimes it can get exhausting to be like that because I am human and I will make mistakes (laughs) but um knowing that um there's a verse that says, like, um, knowing that, like, when you are, I don't remember what exactly it says, but it talks about being consistent, and being, um, steady with the Lord, and it'll produce, um, like, good things in your life, or something like that, and it'll show, not just for yourself, but show joy to others, and so that's something that I really strive for in my life, um, to try to Camera turned off for a second. Um, Just to try to show that love of the Lord by being consistent, always showing off what I needed and helping people whenever I can.
0: Yeah.
1: It's good. All right. So, my phone turns off. All right. So, what would your favorite book of the Bible be?
2: I really like Romans Um, Mm -hmm. not only is there a lot of wisdom packed into the book but it also really lays out like like once you've read John and understood the walk of Jesus and what it means to have a relationship with him um, you can go to Romans and it'll lay out like a direct path to help you understand what it what the walk of Christ what what the walk of a Christian looks like and like um, Mm -hmm. like they call it the Romans road And it starts in, I believe, Romans 3.23 that says, like, um, for all sin and fall short of the glory of God. And then it jumps forward to Romans 5, I think, and says, like, (laughs) the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus our Lord. Um, And then it talks about, like, repenting and um, coming to know Christ. And just really, like, like, Paul really goes in depth about what it really looked like. And so you can really understand what you're signing up for when you give your life to Christ.
0: Yep. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. And Romans lays the gospel out plain and simple. And that's what I love yeah. about that. And John, as you said.
1: What I love about Romans, too, is it also isn't afraid, Paul wasn't afraid to grill them for what the church was doing incorrectly, too. Yeah, speaking the truth in love, like the first three chapters, it's like, "Yo, <laughs> yeah, the, first I hate to the, the church in like, Rome."
2: <laughs> <stuff>. <laughs> like like it, you almost dang. get challenged in your own faith because because it's like, "Oh, have I been doing these things?"
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, the way that people were like idolizing Caesar back then too, like, mm-hmm.
2: it's How many very similar to what people some people do in idolized? America with
1: presidents and politicians. Yeah. Like,
2: mm-hmm. there's so
1: much stuff that lines up with our current society in Romans. Yeah, there's nothing new under the sun. hmm. Uh-huh. All right, so this is the part where we kind of transition and let you take the floor here and where we ask you to share your testimony, just what Jesus has done in your life and how he has, you know, used you through your ups and downs. And, you know, whenever, ugh, I can't speak. Whenever me and Donnie have a good question for you, we might just pause and interrupt. But for the most part, we're just going to let you take the stage here.
2: All right. Cool. Yeah. Feel free to interrupt me because I am. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so my testimony, I mean, I was raised in church. I was all forms of a pastor's daughter. My dad's been a kids pastor, youth pastor, and a senior pastor. So my whole life I've like known like the importance of having a relationship with God and why I should stay in church basically. But, um, around middle school, well, late elementary school, some things happened to me, and then middle school, I started getting bullied, and by the time I was in high school, I was sick and tired of having God shoved on my throat and seeing nothing change. I was like, I I mean, my family, we were going to church, like, four and five times a week. I was praying, crying out to God constantly, and I felt like nothing was changing. Like, everything still felt miserable. So finally, I just decided, you know, what, I'm done with this. Like, I have distinct memories of telling God I hate him, because I just, I didn't want to live for him if he wasn't going to do anything for me. Um, and that led me down a really dark path. I got caught up in a lot of depression and anxiety. And I looked to the world and to ungodly friends who introduced me to things I shouldn't have been involved with, and, um, I basically, like, I got really involved in the LGBT for a while, um, I was not, not living the way I should have, I was, um, this might be, like, a trigger warning for people, so, uh, but I was self-harming, I was, um, having suicidal thoughts constantly. I didn't want to be alive. And I, multiple times I planned it out, but I never actually went through with it. But one night I was for real going to go through with it. And I just wanted to go to church to say goodbye to my friends since they were all there. And when I showed up um, earlier that week, I had fallen and hurt myself and hurt my shoulder. And so at the end of the service, the guy made uh, an altar call for someone who was dealing with shoulder pain. And so I was like, you know what, if I'm going to go out, I'm going to go out peacefully. That's literally what went through my head. And so I walked up there and he didn't end up praying for me, but this woman walked up to me and she was like, Hey, what are you up here for? And so I said, you know, my shoulder has been hurting me. So I just kind of wanted to get some prayer. She just looked, took one look at me and she was like, that's not why you're up here. And I was like, Yes, it is. And she was like, No, it's not. And I just I felt the presence of God just settle on me and I burst into tears and I ended up telling her about everything that I had been going through, everything I'd been living in, and all the problems that I'd been facing and everything I was feeling. And she prayed with me and she led me back to the Lord and she said, Like, you know, just because you're in pain, just because things don't seem to be getting any better doesn't mean that God isn't working on your behalf. And and I'd like to say it was a smooth road since then that was in 2017 but it it hasn't been because I really started understanding what it takes to actually walk the the Christian walk Um, last year I really started getting um, really into studying the word and understanding what the word says and not just things that I had been taught to believe Um, and really just Understanding how to communicate with God and understand what He has called me to be, um, but yeah, and now I feel like I'm at a place with God where He is walking me down paths that are unknown and terrifying, but I'm learning to trust Him more every day.
0: Yeah, it's good. I can relate to you in a lot of your testimony there, Rachel. Just growing up in the church. But still being bullied. And I mentioned it in my episode a few weeks ago, it's the place where you should feel the most safest, you didn't. And um, that's why we got to keep trusting God and not man. As we talked about with uh, the book of Romans, how people put their trust in Caesar when they should have been putting it in God. That's how we should be, and we should not go to church expecting to meet with a person or people we should be going to expect to to meet with god and it's just neat how seeing god work through your story for his glory and that's our mission here at ride of your life is just seeing god use our stories for his glory and that's just neat to see that and just your willingness to turn to him Um, and then no matter what's going on around you that you're focused on him and the cross that's awesome
1: yeah, and it's crazy too that God literally just drove you there that night. Like you didn't even know you were going for the glory of the Lord. Like John fourteen six says I am the way, the truth and the life. No one can come to me except through the father that drove him in. Or her yeah. you know. I totally yeah. just butchered that and paraphrased it, but that is John fourteen six and I love that God literally just reeled you in in your darkest moments when it felt like you had nothing left and like for anyone listening who feels that same way like God is done with you in your situation it's in your moment it's in your weakest moments God loves you the most and it's just so crazy to me that God will even when you're not looking for him he will use you and get you steered in the right path. And it's just like I briefly mentioned and everywhere I've shared my testimony online whether that be my own YouTube video the Coaster Challenge or my own episode of this podcast like I remember when I was not a Christian and God was still working in my life with my Asperger's and progressing me and getting me to all the right places and that's just how much God loves us and that's why we really invite you guys who are struggling right now that there's a God who loves you we love you guys and you know when it does feel like church is hurting you there's a part of the church that does love you that's right here yeah and I just love that so much about your story and about so many others as well
2: and I think that's why like when Donnie asked me to do this week's Monday motivation as well like that's why Hebrews 12 1 speaks so much to me, yeah. just because it talks about, you know, such a great cloud of witnesses that surround us as we're letting go of hurt and letting go of sin and letting go of all these things yeah. that have, you know, ensnared us and stopped us from completing life's mission. Um, yeah. And, like, it's like we, we have the ability to boast in our weaknesses because, like Paul says, like, in our weakness, he is made stronger. The weaker we okay. are, the more he gets to show up.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah I just true. love that. So, <laughs> if you could give your story a theme, what would it be?
2: Hope. Hmm. For good. a lot of my life, I felt hopeless because I was showing up and nothing was changing and I didn't understand it. I felt like I had no hope. But when I finally gave my life to the lord and started living for him intentionally it was like yeah the problems didn't exactly disappear but i had hope i had feet
1: yeah then for the same thing like we just talked about like the way that god can use you in your weakest moments and that yeah. is hopeful that is something that Like I said before in this podcast episode, I I will never be able to understand it. That God is so faithful even when we are not. Instead of punishing us, he chooses to love us and forgive us and redeem us. That is just something we can never... We can bring it up so many times and we will never be able to understand that.
0: I'll say this too uh, before we continue with the rest of the episode. (sighs) getting closer to our official launch date, this has been a soft launch, but it's just neat to see God's hand of direction with our team. And just the stories and testimonies we've heard, God used broken people to bring Him glory. He uses ordinary people um, as Casting Crowns puts it, crazy people. Uh, God uses the misfits, the outcasts, people who were searching for something other than him, but he went searching for them. And it was in that time where they found him and God could do great mighty things. He did the same thing for Paul. He was on his way to kill some Christians, but he changed his life. And we saw the result of Paul. That uh, many, 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 many souls were saved. The church wouldn't really be what it is today if it wasn't for Paul being obedient. And I'm just thankful for our team. I'm thankful for Rachel. I'm thankful for Ryan. I'm thankful for... Um, blame Katie and some other folks that we're going to introduce to you soon um, God's going to do something great and it's when we're broken before him that's when he gets the glory and that's what we want to see here at Rive for Life I thought I'd just share that with you all and just something um, just praising the Lord for
1: yeah, and yeah that is amazing we love our team and you know, we are the hands and feet of Jesus, and we're the ministry of reconciliation. And you know, like if it, like I've said before in many other videos and podcasts, Romans ten. Like if we don't, if we don't tell people about Jesus, how are they going to hear about him? Yeah. Yeah. So it's like
2: disciple says. Um, they say uh, uh, sometimes we're the only face of God that the blind are going to see.
1: Yeah. It's a good song. But good album. Ryan's yeah. boys. <laughs> Ryan's boys. I love Disciple. Those guys are my dudes. But yeah. So what God's do you want to see God do in your life in twenty
2: twenty three? Oh Um I wanna continue growing in my boldness, especially as we launch uh, this ministry. Um, I want to be able to reach people more and become more uh, bold in sharing my testimony. Um, And I also want to see reconciliation because I know there are a lot of situations in my life that are less than desirable and they're hard to work through but I believe that the Lord will bring that
1: Yeah, yeah, that's kind of reminiscent of what we were just talking about too, you know. So, what is one thing on your prayer list this year? Your number one thing.
2: I want to see something in this country change, like, Hmm. like for the better. So that, like, I want to see a revival break out, like, um, a couple couple weeks ago like the whole asbury revival that broke out like that was incredible because people in other countries across the ocean were being touched by it um and it was it started up in different campuses across the nation too uh people from my college at northern kentucky university like they were having prayer meetings and worship nights and i had never seen that before week like a week after it broke out there were people out there with like like this very very anti-god campus there were people out on the campus holding up signs and passing up bibles and praying with people and talking to them about like political issues i won't get into but like just really sharing the gospel and i had never ever seen that before in my four years of being there like i could really start seeing it even in my hometown and i want to see it across the nation and across the world
1: yeah yeah and something crazy about that is interesting topic is there's a lot of christians that were like stomping on it they're like well this isn't a revival who cares Mm -hmm. You want to call it a church party? You call it a church party. You want to <laughs> yeah. call it a Jesus Jam? It's a Jesus Jam. I don't care what you call it. That is honoring to the Lord. And that yeah. is good news that the gospel was being shared and that God was being worshiped. And I don't care yeah. who was up there repenting. If you got a problem with an LGBT community member repenting of their hmm. sin and then wanting to get closer to God. <laughs> That is not an issue. That is called repentance. And the angels in heaven rejoice when one repents. The issue is when us as the church have a problem with repentance. Because that's called religion. And that is not what Jesus died for. A pharisaical life.
2: Yeah, because I feel like for a lot of people, they'll immediately throw judgment on people who are trying to change their lives around when they've been struggling for so long. And yet, they won't even look themselves in the eye. It's like, it's like, um, when Jesus talked about judging, he said, don't try to remove the speck from someone else's eye when you've got a plank in your own. Yeah. Like, uh as we are encouraging people to make right decisions and, you know, turn towards God, like, we have to make sure we're walking the right path too. Because if we're messed up in sin and we're trapped in, um, darkness, like, how are we supposed to bring people to the light? It it's Hmm. fake, basically. If we're if we're just talking the talk but not walking the walk.
1: Hmm. Yeah, it's like I've said Hmm. on this podcast, I think a couple times before. I said church should be a hospital for saints, not a museum for. I'm sorry, I got that backwards. Church should be a hospital for sinners and not a museum for saints. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and that is something that can be a huge problem with churches these days and that's something we all can work on and even if you don't feel like you're individually part of the problem you can influence other Christians to do the same like we have a voice we have an influence and if we just you know go through the motions we're not helping the church we're not really helping anyone hear the gospel or just kind of living our happy Christian life and Oh, I'm so forgiven. Yeah, but yep. you're just keeping it to yourself. And that's not what Jesus died for either. He had a will. He had a purpose. He had a commission. He had a plan for us. That we were, Ephesians 2.10 says, we are the workmanship that God created in order to do these great things. Yeah. And we can't take credit for it. Two verses before in verse 8, that uh, it's by grace that we are saved and not through faith or not through works but through faith alone yeah.
0: yeah
1: and you know Jesus is the centerpiece of everything and we were just the hands and feet yeah but yeah that is I mean I think we went out with a bang there because this <laughs> is usually when we wrap up the episode and that was a pretty passionate was, subject of all three yeah. of us I know for a fact and and that is something we definitely don't want to like if there's if there's anything you get out of this episode beyond the fact that Jesus loves you that so our job as Christians is to share the gospel. Yeah. And there is no excuse in the Bible that we cannot. And like Rachel said earlier in this episode, Moses had to stutter. And even he was called to share the good news of what God was doing. So even though the gospel technically wasn't around then, God still had a word, and Moses was Mm -hmm. there to share it. And that is incredible to me, that God can use a lame man, a blind man, anyone to share the gospel.
0: Yeah. This has been a good episode. And uh, an encouragement to me, thank you so much, Rachel, for coming on and joining us today today even though it was a yeah, little later cause... than planned but um I'm so sorry honestly, guys <laughs> it's okay. you're fine but it Worth was it. it was good and um I hope like you said this episode reaches someone who needs it Yeah, and um they may just stumble upon this episode alone and I hope they understand that there's a god that loves them and there's a god who's there to heal them spiritually and physically if needed so that's awesome um, we are excited for just the days ahead of what God's going to do with Ride of Your Life Ministries. As of today, we are 15 days away from the official launch of Ride of Your Life Ministries. We're still working out some bugs and things with it, but we're excited to see what God's going to do. And um, yeah. it's been proven to be a blessing to myself <laughs> being a part of it, and I'm sure it's been our team as well. And just it's neat to see yeah. God work. In the past, I don't even know how many months it's been, but um, it's neat to see God working and orchestrating everything that he's done all so far. And um, We're not done yet. We got a few more um, special guests we're going to have on the podcast here soon, so we're so excited for you to meet them, and um, just, God's good. Uh, we're so excited for what's Absolutely. ahead. So... Um, any closing thoughts guys
1: Um, so this is more of like a closing like opportunity Rachel do you have any like social medias you want to put out there where people could follow you if you feel like they need to reach out to you or want to just ask more about your testimony or anything like that
2: yeah uh, my Instagram is rschultz which is s-c-h-u-l-z and then 0425 um, and I'm also on Facebook, uh, Rachel Schultz, just find me on there. Um, yeah, so, yeah, feel free to reach out. I love making new friends, although I'm terribly introverted sometimes, so please <laughs> forgive me for that.
1: <laughs> you are forgiven yeah. because of the cross.
0: <laughs> the cross has the final, the final
1: word. Oh my gosh, I did that oh, well, in your... few more weeks till we fun see you. Fun fact, I sang that in Donnie's very first vlog. Yes, he did. Remember <laughs> <that> Michael <laughs> Tate made a special
0: did. guest appearance.
2: See, <laughs> that's not even the song oh, that wow. I thought of. I thought of... I'm forgiven cause you were because forsaken. you were forsaken.
0: <laughs> I because love the
2: newsboys,
0: man. Yeah. <laughs> they never oh. get old.
1: A few more weeks till we get to see them. It's like a few, few more weeks, but yeah. A few, few. In about two months or so. Yeah. It'll be. Well, actually, a little that, under two months. Yeah. We'll start a countdown for that. Maybe we should do a little countdown for Spirit yeah. Song. Yeah.
0: It's Fort a good idea. For that.
1: And, and one it, of our upcoming yeah.
0: episodes, we'll talk about that and what we're expecting for the upco- upcoming coaster theme park season because, hey, it's the most wonderful time of the year. Coaster season.
1: <laughs> spirit Song. But, anyways.
0: <laughs> yes but um as far as ride your life y'all you know where to find us on facebook instagram and our brand new website which is slowly evolving into the final product which i do want to encourage you all if you have a lost friend family member whoever check out the website one of the pages we do have up now is the gospel plain and simple and um check it out and also if you have any prayer requests you want to send to us that we could pray for you about or just need to talk to us we do have a contact us page so you can just send us a message there and we'll get back to you uh, as quick as we can and uh, we just want to let you know that we're here for you and most importantly jesus is there for you so with that being said again this has been an awesome episode and we're excited for the weeks months days and all that good stuff to come until Jesus comes again. So, God bless you all. Thank you so much for joining us, and we will see you next week here on the Bride of Your Life podcast. Peace.